Welcome to the Metal Forge. I am Mark Jackson, your host, and tonight I'm going to be pounding out the best in mobile metal for you guys. And if you've got a request, all you've got to do is send it to Mark at WCHQFM.com. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It is Mark Jackson here. And tonight I have Ryan Case in the studio, and we're going to be talking about some of his artwork and, and people he's worked with. And let's listen to one of his songs here that he, he requested tonight. This is The Dead and the Damned by Stagecoach Inferno here on WCHQFM 100.9.
All right. Stagecoach Inferno with the Dead and the Damned from the album A Town Called Atonement from 2016. And like I said, I'm in here with Ryan Case. Ryan, how are you doing today? I'm doing awesome, man. Uh, so tell us a little bit about you. You're a graphic artist. Yeah, I'm a, uh, I'm a painter. I usually just stick with acrylics and inks. Um, they tend to dry the fastest. And I like to uh, add a lot of layers to my work. Right. So. And for those of the people who are watching on Facebook Live right now, you will be able to see in the studio, as I'm switching to being real unprofessional here, switching the feed over to the, you'll be able to see a little bit of his artwork right up here in, in the corner. So, and it looks to me uh, like a little demon, little yeah. little hell demon with a couple of horns and wings. Yeah, kind of looks like... It kind of looks like if Slimer was a Cyclops. Yeah, it's like uh, I like doing these little uh, like super toothy claw monsters, but they're still waving at you, kind of friendly, and they're almost like pushing you on a little bit, being a little supportive, and being like, "Hey, how you doing, buddy?" Yeah, and then like biting your head off, right? (laughs) At any moment they could just attack, but right right now they got your back. Awesome. (laughs) Well, and that's awesome. So, tell us about. You know, how did you how did you realize that you wanted to do this? Did you just have a a, a talent coming um, like or did you just sit there and start and then just pursued it? Or? Well, kind of growing up, I was always always had an art pad with me and sketching and uh, didn't really do much painting when I was younger. It was mostly uh, comic book inspired stuff. Um, and then uh, for the longest time, I gave up art. I just never pursued it, never practiced it. And then I met a beautiful woman who said, hey, you used to be an artist. Why don't you try painting again? So I I picked it up again and uh, just found a whole new love for it and found out there was, you know, an actual market for it. Right. So that I could pay some bills with it while doing something that I love. Absolutely. uh, Yeah. My wife, uh, Bridget, she's the one that kind of pushed me. Push you out of the nest yeah, to, to get back into it. Get back it. into it, and yeah, it just lit that fire, and it's been nonstop ever since. And how long ago, how long did you say you were you were out, though? Um, I probably didn't do anything from, I'd say, from the year I graduated in 99 to maybe 2006, maybe? Oh, wow. Yeah. So a lengthy bit Five of time. Six, yeah. You know, and that's, you know. That's something that's really interesting because, you know, oversaturation of things, you know, it's it's good to get away for a little bit. And then you find, like you said, a new love for it. Right, yeah. And I've done that with music because I'm a musician and I've had to go away for a little bit and yeah. just to find out what it is that got me into it to begin with. Yeah, you got to have that inspiration that, you know, that fire that builds up inside of you that makes you not care about anything else and just want to, you know, give everything to your art. Absolutely. That's that's the way to do it. So you you mentioned a minute ago you were like, well, you didn't really innately start with painting. You you did somewhat of like comic book art. Yeah, I loved uh, like the Spawn comics really got me. Awesome. Uh, Anything Todd McFarlane (laughs) did. The toys were amazing. Um, But I was always like a big monster kid. Like I loved scary movies, creature movies. Right. Anything like that. And, uh, you know, I always like I said, I always had a drawing pad with me and I was always making Kind of monsters, kind of like the ones I've got here. Uh, you know, just kind of silly, goofy, ridiculous things that just made me feel better when I made them. Absolutely. So, do you, so is there a Ryan Case comic out there? And <laughs> do you have a do you have a crazy story about this comic character you created, like uh, a Spawn or a Spider Man or anything? Nothing that. Uh, that would be PG. <laughs> but uh, my daughters and I were going through a folder of uh, old drawings that my mom had kept oh, from wow. like the third to fifth grade. And there was a series of books that I had drawn, and uh, they were called The Boys That Fell Down the Toilet. <laughs> it was about just me and my friends in uh, grade school, and uh, we got hit. I think it was some radioactive material. Total Ninja Turtles ripoff, but it shrunk us down. We got flushed down the toilet had to battle all sorts of monsters and and, and if they're <laughs> if the monsters in the toilet you better run yeah i'm telling exactly. you better run from those <laughs> uh that's actually interesting you know that you brought up ninja turtles because i had jeff gaither in a few months or about a month or so ago and he actually had done a pinup art yeah on one of the original eastman and laird uh turtle uh-huh. books and ironically enough a, a week 
literally a week after my show with him, I stopped up at Great Escape up here on Bardstown Road and found it. Oh, that's rad. And it had it had never been in there before, and they had actually put a label in there. Uh, this has Jeff Gaither <laughs> art in it. And I was like, wow. That's awesome. That's, you know, finding out stuff like that. Oh, he's done art for everybody. everybody. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> and you've actually done some art for some people too, right? Yeah, it, quite you, a few people. Uh, you said that you had done some art for Dadon? Yeah, I did a uh, a hoodie design for them. It was a weird-looking electric skull. <laughs> it was Nothing really fun wrong with to that. do. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. So uh, let's actually check some of that out right now. I'll play some Dadon for us. So here we go. This is Dadon. This is Media Mask. Well, let's check this out. Give it up for the imagery, the make-believe.
That was Dadon with Media Mask here on 100.9 WCHQ-FM. This is Mark Jackson here with the Metal Forge with you, and I'm in the studio with Ryan Case, and we're here on Facebook Live. Hello, everybody. Hi. And you see his <laughs> awesome artwork on the easel up here if you're watching the Facebook Live stream. So, Ryan... How, you know, we've, we've talked about how, you know, you got your start with, and then you've kind of fell out of love with art and then you came back to it. You found your muse again, literally. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> that's pretty cool. And you, we, we discussed, you did, uh, some artwork for date on and, uh, what is the craziest story that you have regarding your artwork? Like, like, wow, I've, I've never right. had this happen before. Um, well, one day out of the, uh, kind of out of the blue, I got an, uh, a Facebook message from Bobby Steele from the original Misfits and the Undead. And yes. uh, they had asked me to do one of the Undead's album covers. Nice. And I did, uh, The Morgue, The Merrier. Awesome. And, uh, it was just kind of like, uh, it, it kind of stopped me in my tracks for a minute. Cause uh, I mean, I'm, I'm still right. not a, a big name or anything like that, but, but, but it's a misfit. Asking right, for this. Exactly. And I'm a huge misfits fan. Like anything misfits, Danzig, Sam Hain related. Uh, I just go crazy for it. Awesome. So it was really cool to, uh, to be able to work with them on that. And what, what did they do? Did, did they give you any kind of direction? Did they tell you, Hey, I want this crazy zombie thing or, Hey, this is the album that we got. Here's a here's like a copy of what we what the album is. Can you listen to it? See what inspiration you draw. They uh they sent me kind of like a list of things they wanted included. But okay. the Diana Steele, uh, Bobby's wife, uh, she was basically, "We love your artwork. Um, this is what we're looking for. Let's see what you can do." Awesome. And when did that happen? That came out two years ago, I believe. Okay. Yeah. So fairly recently. Yeah. It, you know, for most. Depending on some artists, you know, that release albums every yeah. five years, it's <laughs> it's still recent. Right. Uh, any any other instances like that? Uh, I did a, uh, a portrait of Odin that I was really proud of, and I really loved the piece. And right. it ended up uh, hanging in the the house of Erie Vaughn from Danzig. Nice. Yeah. And, and can you see this on your... On your yeah, Facebook you can check page? Out, uh, I think I posted a photo of it a little while ago on my Facebook page. Okay, yeah. and how, and that's how people can get a hold of you as well, yeah. correct? Yeah. If Facebook. they want to, if you anybody out there wants to do any commissions, uh, go ahead and give them give them your Facebook page. Info. Uh, it's uh, Facebook dot com slash I am Ryan Case, or you could go to my website. It's solacelumen dot bigcartel dot com. Awesome, and I assume because it's on there, you have prints for sale as oh, well. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, lots of prints, few originals, and I'm adding new stuff every now and then, too. Good deal. Now, when I started the Metal Forge here a couple of months ago, I was going through pages and everything, and, and I posted on the uh, Facebook page because I, I was Facebook stupid and gone, deleted it for five <laughs> years, okay? Yeah. And I came back to it and put a post up and said, hey, is anybody in the music scene, do they want to... <laughs> Do they want to be on a show? And I got so many responses, and that's how you know you messaged me, and yeah. we had talked, and then I got into or looking at your page and everything else, and I said this this would be a pretty cool dude to talk to. You have done artwork at live shows with bands, is that correct? That is correct. And does that happen often? It. Uh, I was doing it for a longest time, usually like at least once a month. Uh, it started out with uh, my friend Phil's band. Uh, Oh, complete brain fart. Uh-oh. The Human Project. Ah, okay. Um, they're like a really cool, psychedelic jam band type thing. And um, basically, I would just show up, uh, set up my easel canvas. The band would start. They'd play for a couple hours, and I would just let the music take me where it went, which was usually someplace terrifying. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it was but, always but fun. They, but if you see it here, it has a smile. Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah, still your friend. some sort of smile in it. But it was just really cool to uh, to kind of put myself out there a little bit. And I'm right. like most uh, creative people and artists, we're pretty introverted. I'd be more than happy to just stay in my house with the kids and have fun there, and you know, not not venture out much. But I, uh, another thing about uh, my wife is that she's constantly pushing me to step outside of that comfort zone because right. that's the only way you're going to grow. It's the only way you're going to get any better doing anything, or you know, just to know what you can really do when you're not feeling safe there. Right. You have to, at some point, you have to step out and say, 
I have reached my peak. Right. I need to change change the direction of what not necessarily the creative direction but change the idea of what I am doing right. to make it a better product to get it out there to to create a fan base right. or or not not necessarily a fan base I'm thinking in the musical term yeah. of it but you got to get uncomfortable and that's that's when you really that's when you know what you can do right like when you're when you're out in that uh that kind of headspace and you know the band's playing, and you've got eyes on you. Uh, it's just. I might actually have you do this for an overload <laughs> yeah. show be when, awesome. whenever we play one again. Yeah, I'd be totally down <laughs> to that. That it sounds like it, it. It's an interesting thing. Yeah. Uh, recently, you. When were you on? You were on Great Day Live. Yeah, we were on. Uh, my kids and I were on Great Day Live a couple weeks ago, awesome. promoting the monster art classes we do. And tell tell me more about some of those. Um, the way I I kind of approach doing them is that um, art always has been a sort of therapy and a go to for me. So I I came up with this sort of way to uh, create these monsters in a step by step process, but in a way that you're focusing your stress and anxiety or whatever you're afraid of or you know whatever weight you've got on your shoulders, creating it into this red blob. And then we layer upon layer over top of that and turn it into something so ridiculous that it's not anything you need to be worried about. Wow. Yeah. That is – that's pretty heavy. Thank and, you. and that's awesome. I, I'm completely digging that. When is the next – I don't do you, have any uh, Do you classes. do those monthly? Yeah. Uh, usually it's a one adult class at Seidenfadden's with the Louisville Gore Club. Which is Sunday nights. Sunday nights, yeah. Yep. They play horror movies right after class. It's it's a great time. You know, I, I've always wanted to go to that, and you I never, definitely should, never really have. I have tons of friends on my Facebook page that are all friends of that yeah. and go to that religious <laughs> – maybe religiously isn't the, re- the best word that's to say probably there. the best word, yeah. Because, yeah, <laughs> you know, all the horror, yeah. horror stuff and everything that, that go constantly to that. Yeah. And I've always thought about it, but, you know, I live – crazy far from here and it's like do i really want to make the drive and i i I need to well i'll definitely invite you to the next class and you can hang out after for the gore club awesome awesome awesome. then we have uh the kids classes usually once a month at art sanctuary oh yeah absolutely and we just had her in the studio uh lisa in the studio for promoting the uh the visitor of oz show that they've always got so many good uh absolutely going on there yes they do Love that place so shout out to lisa for that so (laughs) (laughs) love you lisa (laughs) So what's next on on the docket for for Ryan Case artwork? Well, for uh, for the longest time, we were trying to do as many art shows, usually one or two a weekend. Right. Uh, but right now, I've got a stack of commission art that I need to finish. Oh wow! <laughs> Get that mailed out to some pretty awesome patient clients. Um, anybody you care to mention? And is it anybody band related? There's a few a few bigger names that I I can't really go into any details right now, but I. I really can't wait to post this artwork too. <laughs> oh, I bet because it's one of those things where you, you know, you're you're wor- it's you know, it's essentially yeah. like you know, you're working on something for so long or and you just want to say, "Look at this." Right. <laughs> and then you can't because well, there the album's not out yet right. or it's going to be six months, six more months yeah, before the album comes out and the artwork's done. And it's always a little bit more nervous or nerve-wracking when you have to sign one of those non-disclosure. Oh, yes. <laughs> Thankfully, I haven't had to do that. <laughs> so, so you've got some cool stuff coming up. Uh, what else you got? Anything you know? Um, well, we've got Gonzo Fest coming up. I think that's in. Uh, I want to say April, but I'm not 100 percent on that. Uh, we're definitely going to be doing that show this year. Uh, we missed out on last year, but it's always an amazing time. And is that here? Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's down at the Louisville Public Library. Oh, okay. uh, down on Fourth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, you know it's just a a big gathering of Hunter S. Thompson fans, literary right. fans, and you know it's just a really cool little get together. Awesome. That sounds like a really good time too. I should check into that. Definitely. Now, have you ever done anything? Do you do any cons? Do you do any of the like St. James Art Fair or anything? Uh, like that? We did the uh, the unfair this past year, which is it's way better than the Sweet and James Fair. <laughs> well, I looked at pricing for booths at the St. James, 
And yeah. I, I was astounded when yeah. I, when I saw it. Yeah. I was just like, oh my gosh, how can anybody actually <laughs> afford this? And then try and make money off of it. And, yes, yeah. absolutely. Their justification of that was, well, you're going to make, you know, you're going to sell these pieces for three and four thousand dollars. Which, <laughs> that's what that that's what I asked a friend who yeah. had been part of it before, and that's what they had told me. Was, yeah, that was their justification of the pricing, and yeah. I was like, how? But you know. Art doesn't sell uh, like that, does it? <laughs> it can, it can, but I mean, it's not an. I mean, none it's of subjective. it's subjective. None, yeah, none of it's a guarantee. Right, absolutely. But. So you've done the unfair, which is down by Magbar. Is yeah, that correct? Yeah, it's at the back of Magbar. Um, awesome DJ Paul, like spinning records all day, and nice. you know, lots of great people just hanging out and selling their art and and going into Magbar, having a PBR and <laughs> yeah. chilling out. Yeah, it's cooling off. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, do they have uh, do they have bands play at Magbar during all that too? Uh, I, I don't think so. I think no? it's just uh, the DJ just the, on the back. Oh, okay, yeah. well, good deal. That's still a pretty good deal. Yeah. And what time of year is that? Is that is that in the spring Let's as well? See. I think because I know St. James is around. St. James is always around the beginning of August. Yeah, it's and there's same all, weekend as St. James. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So it'd be the beginning of August. Yeah. Because I know in Indiana there's Art and Speed Park. Yeah. They do at the end of August every year, more uh, Labor Day weekend usually. And I've always I've heard really good things about that as yeah. well. So, All right, let's check in here with, uh, with uh, some – who am I going to check in with? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play some Belushi Speedball, and yes. after that, we're going to come in and, and we're going to check in with Ed for the concert view. So here is Belushi Speedball. They have an album coming out in, in April, and it's going to be released on, if, you, if nobody's heard this, it's going to be released on a Game Boy cartridge. And it's going to play, and it's going to be pretty I cool. I love this band so much. <laughs> and here is, you know, it's my new favorite song by them. It is The Bleeps, The Sweeps, and The Creeps. <laughs> Drink coffee when I watch my 
Oh yeah, guys, you got it here on WCHQ with Zach Becker and the Midnight Oil every Thursday night from 10 to midnight, playing you some of the best local and regional music, live interviews, and just a rocking good time here on WCHQ. That's 100.9 FM, Thursday nights from 10 to midnight. Be there or be left in the dust. It's 34 degrees. It's 734. Time for the WCHQ Concert View, a service of WCHQ 100.9 FM and Leo Weekly, Louisville's eccentric observer since 1990. Pick up your free copy at any of Leo's 500 distribution points to read smart and irreverent news, commentary, music, and arts coverage. A new issue is out every Wednesday, and daily online exclusive content is available every day at leoweekly.com. All right, this is your WCHQ Concert View for Thursday, February 28th. I'm Ed. Let's take a look at what's shaking and baking in the Louisville area this evening. All right, starting up here in St. Matthews, Me and You is performing tonight over at Gersel's Place. Lily and Madeline and Brother Bird are over at the Zanzibar tonight starting at 8 o'clock. Rob Moppin Jr. is live at Senior Iguana's Mexican Restaurant in Outer Loop tonight starting at 6 o'clock. Over at Stevie Ray's Blues Bar, it is the uh, Thursday night throwdown, kicking off at 8 o'clock. Unhooked is acoustic over at O'Shea's Irish Pub in the Highlands tonight, starting at 10 o'clock. It is piano night with Mike Hood over at Jimmy Can't Dance, and that kicks off at 9 o'clock. The Louisville Hot Club is at the Heller High Water Bar, starting tonight at 8 o'clock. Claire Morgan's Little Big Band is over at Levy at the River House, starting tonight at 6 o'clock, Cryptic Hymn, Another Realm, Wild Run, and Crown of Serpents are over at the Mag Bar starting tonight at 8 o'clock. Randall King is live over at PBR Louisville starting tonight at 8 o'clock. It is the Thursday Talent Showcase at the Planet Bar in the Highlands starting tonight at 8 o'clock. Commander King, Serial Glyphs, and Jim Shorts are over at the Careless Lounge tonight starting at 8.30. The Habit Band is at Derby City Gaming starting tonight at 6 o'clock. Cody Johnson is also over at PBR Label starting tonight at 8 o'clock. George Stearman is live at Merle's Whiskey Kitchen tonight starting at 8 o'clock. Jake Groves is live at Goodwood Brewing tonight starting at 8 o'clock. Ben Rector is on the Magic Tour over at the Brown Theater in downtown Louisville tonight starting at 8 o'clock. John R. Miller and the Engine Lights are live at Gravely Brewing tonight starting at 8 o'clock. And the Tin Whiskey Sisters are over at Limbo starting tonight at 10 o'clock. This has been your WCHQ Contribute. If you've got a gig you'd like to let us know about, head over to WCHQFM.com and hit the icon at the top of the screen that says List Your Gig. That's right. List Your Gig with uh, with us here at WCHQFM.com 100.9. I'm Mark Jackson, and this is the Metal Forge. I have Ryan Case in the studio here with me. We've been talking about some artwork just just stuff in general, you know. And here I am being like that unprofessional guy again, scooting my scooting my chair over to the to the Facebook Live computer to change the screen. <laughs> so anybody can see that on the on the delay here. <laughs> Thank you, Jim Browning, for watching this and saying, Hey, it's a little cool there, Mark. It's seventy six here. He's tuning in from Florida. Oh nice. Nice guy. You, yeah. Thank you, Jim. Nice to nice that you did that. <laughs> it's beautiful and raining here too, so thanks for that. Yeah, it's supposed to <laughs> supposed to get some snow. Check your local listings, as they would say on other radio right. shows. <laughs> so again, here with Ryan Case, you can see his artwork right over here in the corner of the screen. The Slimer esque, which I did <laughs> share some cool things the uh, the other day when I was promoting the show here. You you had told me the little backstory of the gremlin oh, yeah. picture <laughs> yeah. that you had snapshotted that and painted it from that. Yeah, it was uh, the toys that I put together, and uh, they were hanging from my ceiling in the art <laughs> studio, and basically like right here over top of my left shoulder. And I just had my phone, took a snapshot, and I always liked that snapshot, so I was like, yeah, I'm just going to print it out and use it as a reference and paint it. 
Awesome. So do, when you draw your inspiration, I know probably with a pencil, ha, yeah. ha, ha, <laughs> ha, 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 um, Rarely use pencils. <laughs> right. You, you, do, you just, do you do any kind of pre-sketch or do you just go? Uh, some t- if, it's a, if it's a client commission or a portrait or something like that, I'll do a light pencil sketch and then uh, just go with that. Uh, but usually if it's just something like the little monsters I do, it's just straight on paint. Right. Like, and you, again, you said you like to use acrylics. Yeah. And, yeah and acrylics water. dry really fast. Right. So. See, in, my, in the stuff that I use, I'm an, like a Bob Ross fanatic. Yeah. I uh, paint my happy little trees <laughs> and use oil paint. And yeah, yeah. it, is, it lo- is a beast. I love oils. I love the textures and the, uh, the blending that they do and the, the color palette you can get with it. But it's just I, I don't have the patience. Yeah, because it takes forever to dry. Yeah. And what I've noticed is, from an artistic standpoint, is if you don't get crazy artist-grade stuff, yeah, like $30 tubes of titanium white, <laughs> if you... What I've noticed is if you're sticking to like the twelve to fifteen dollar range, like mid grade or even low grade for that matter, yeah. you know that it seems like they're the oil dries. Or sorry, I know oil doesn't dry. Uh, that's actually uh, the artistic term I was always told is it's rusting <laughs> because it it solidifies right. just like uh, just like fruit does. How it solid, you know does that thing, yeah, and uh, that the cheaper the the quality, the quicker the the time. I've never really heard about that, but then again, I don't really use uh, oils. Oh, a lot of oil. So. So. But I like using I like using the you know the fifty cent Walmart cheap paint with you know the good <laughs> Master's basic touch, yeah, the good li- <laughs> Liquitex stuff and the folk art. Right. I like to mix it all up. Well, and you know, I mean. You're still doing yeah. artwork. Yeah, regardless you got to use what's what you got. <laughs> right. Uh, there was a guy that I knew from a mutual friend that he would, excuse me, he would go and do his own, like, he would mash up grass. Yeah. And make his own pigments. And, and make his own pigments and that's stuff. Rad. And it's it's interesting but he was doing it because he didn't want to spend money on <laughs> on actual paint. Right. You know, he would he would just do it, and you know, he wouldn't. He would also like you know, it's like finding the the surface of what you're going to do. Yeah, you know, do you paint on paper? Do you paint on a canvas? You know, it's what or, or you know, up in the corner behind the behind me right now, there's a piece on a wood panel. Yeah, you know the medium of what you're going to paint on. He would always use like old pizza boxes. Right. <laughs> and, and and it was, again, it was because it wasn't that he didn't have the money to do it. Right. He didn't want to spend the money to do it, <laughs> but he was a great artist. Yeah. So it, it's interesting how that works with, yeah. you know, with how you process um, a lot of my canvases are like if it's a if it's a piece on stretch canvas, it's usually pretty thick and really textured, and you know you just want to take your hand over it and feel all the textures. Right. And a lot of people are asking me how I, I get those textures, and the secret is uh, when my kids and I are painting, I'll give them canvases to put their paint on as their palettes, right? And then they they mess it around, and uh, you know. Spread the paint a little bit, but there's always some left on that canvas, and it just builds up and builds up. Till one day, I'm like, "Well, I'm gonna take this canvas and start my work on it now." That's extreme. Yeah. That that is awesome. <laughs> you know, when when I do my what I call my abstract art is usually because I do like like I said, I do like landscapes and yeah. seascapes and stuff like that, and I. And Bob Ross says, hey, we don't have accidents here. (laughs) Bull crap, Bob Ross. I will call you on that, and I will say, yes, I've made mistakes. Oh, yeah. And there's no coming back from it sometimes. So what I have either, A, done is, you know, wash the canvas to where it's like a a mute, like gray nastiness. And other than that, I've taken my palette and I've just been so pissed off Yeah, and I just take everything on my palette and I just take my knife and be like, blah, and just like <laughs> throw it all on there. And it, and it creates this weird, you know, 
abstract yeah. blob of color and let it go. And I've had a few things like that. I have a piece called Conspiracy Theories that I've... Yeah. I'll, I'll show you a picture of it okay. later, and I'll post it on Facebook as well. Yeah. So, so if anybody wants to check it out, <laughs> <laughs> one of the one of my favorite paintings that I've ever done is called uh, the Necronomicon. It's a portrait of H.P. Lovecraft with the Necronomicon in behind it, and the canvas is really textured and really cool looking. And I'm really proud of the painting. But I had that canvas board next to my art desk for about two years straight. And any time uh, I had a piece that was dripping, it would catch those drips or like overspray. Wow! Or I'd use it. I'd take it outside and spray paint stuff over top of it. So it like built up all these cool little mountains and textures in it. And then one day I spilled uh, black ink on it, and it kind of made somewhat what the face of the Necronomicon looks like. Right. And I was like, now I know what his purpose is. So I sprayed it with a, a clear coat to seal in the ink and just painted everything around it. That is extremely yeah. interesting. And is, is that on the website? Or it's on not the- on my website, but it was in uh, the solo show that I just had at Art Sanctuary. Okay. So it's so on you, my Facebook. Okay. Well, I will definitely check yeah. it out. And, and after the show, I'll link that as well and, awesome. and for people to check out as well. Thank you. So... You did a, a show at Art Sanctuary. Yeah. Uh, did a, one of my first solo shows in a couple of years. It was called uh, Guano Apasionado, which is bat crap passionate. Nice. Because <laughs> that's, that's what I, I feel like I am. Like, uh, you know, we're all a little crazy. So if you can take that crazy and, you know, forge it into your passion, it just kind of gives you a, a leg up above everybody else absolutely <laughs> i could see that because there's that uh that lack of caring <laughs> now do you have and this is the you know the standard you know what what do you draw inspiration from like do you do you have to go into a place do you have to do you have to can you just sit down and do do you have to think about and you know mull it over for days you know I'm, do you do I'm you a, wait until four in the morning yeah I'm a big believer that um, you always have that creativity in you, no matter if you don't feel like it. So as long as you start doing something. So like usually most nights I'll do just like a little ink drawing of a monster. Even if I don't feel like drawing or painting or anything, once I get finished with that, I'm ready to paint or I'm ready to work on something else. Like it's all about just taking that first step to get it started. Right. So, uh, you know what they say about starting anything is the first step. Exactly. Yeah. So ninety percent of uh, success is showing up. Right. <laughs> One thing we all learned from high school. <laughs> yes, that's, that's all. Awesome. I didn't learn much from high school. <laughs> well, you know, re- regardless of that, the artwork speaks for itself. It's Thank you. Freaking amazing. Thank you. Thank you. And, you know, you can also, like I said, check him out on Facebook. Uh, and it was, what was your big cartel? Uh, Solus Lumen, S-O-L-I-S-L-U-M-E-N dot big cartel dot com. And you can get all sorts of stuff there. Do you do you do anything shirt wise? Not yet. I've uh, I've thought about doing some shirts and stickers and other merch, but right now it's just not in the budget. Absolutely. Um but yeah, we're, so, we're well. If it's not in the budget, you might start a threadless store well, because that's that. on-demand printing. Yeah, and we thought about doing a Kickstarter too, but you and know. that's where <laughs> I got this Metal Forge shirt from that people see. <laughs> nice, right there. Check it out. Go to overload.threadless.com. Yeah, uh, yes, it is the band page, but there's <laughs> there's Metal Forge stuff on there too. I have talked to a uh, Full Bleed Printing who did my uh, or this. Uh, the screen print? The screen print shirt. They're nice. local guys, do awesome stuff. Too. Absolutely. And there is a ton of local people yeah. that, you know, uh, Big Al Harley from the band Boozer does screen print yeah. work, and he is extremely affordable. Yeah. Used him plenty of times myself. I'm going to continue to use him as awesome. well as an as-needed basis. But uh, Monkey Drive is a yeah. is a cool place to go to. I've heard good things about him, never used him personally. But absolutely. <laughs> so let's hear some uh, – some some more music. I want to play a song because I love the band and I had him in here last week. Um uh, it was Samuel St. Samuel from <laughs> Yes, Glenn, that's right. Uh, I'm looking at if anybody ever realizes this it's listening and not watching on Facebook Live, it's because people are typing things in at the moment. <laughs> so, I had Samuel St. Samuel from Call Me Bronco in here last week and 
he was absolutely amazing. And this is an awesome song that I love. And after I come back with this, uh, we're going to go ahead and check out and do some other things. This is Four Shots. have a shot during that song because it was four shots should have had four of them <laughs> here i am mark jackson the metal forge it is about 10 till 8 with ryan case how's everybody doing tonight i think everybody's cool getting a lot of uh <laughs> getting a lot of uh facebook live comments and conversation thank you all thank you all for watching you know it's been been really awesome so ryan you have? Do you have any upcoming events you want to share? Do you, are you going to be doing another? Uh, we're going to be doing a, another kids class at Art Sanctuary next month. We haven't uh, picked out a date yet, but as soon as we do, it'll be on our uh, Facebook page. Right. Uh, Making Monsters with Ryan Case is the go-to place for that. But it's it's also posted on my art page, my art group, and <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> now, are are those? You said it's a kids art class. Yeah. Are, are is there an age limit? I, well, for the kids' class, you know, we let the parents paint, too, if they want to. Right. Uh, usually starts around six years old and goes up to 18. Okay. But yeah, yeah, nothing. It's super fun, super laid back. And, you know, since I paint monsters for the majority of my work, like hearing the kids bounce ideas back and forth is pure inspiration. <laughs> Absolutely. It sounds like it. it it sounds like a, it would be really fun. It is. And if you have kids or anything and you want to get them into art, this might be the way to do it, you know? We just did our last uh, adult art class at Side and Fadden's. It was all uh, Cthulhu-based, mm. so it was a lot of fun, too. Nice. Nice <laughs> stuff. So uh, as we're rounding out on the 8 o'clock hour, coming up to the 8 o'clock hour here, I should say, is there anybody you want to give any shout-outs to or anything? 
I want to say I love you to Bridget, Lulu, and Gigi, who are hopefully listening at home right now. Aw. <laughs> or hopefully watching on Facebook Live. And uh, one last shout out to uh, Stagecoach Inferno for being the greatest band of all time. Nice. <laughs> and again, we opened the show with some Stagecoach Inferno, and yeah, it was, it was pretty cool stuff. So I want to tell everybody, coming up in March... I have Sailor Bryant from 16 Bones, formerly of Surviving Thalia, coming into the studio. He's going to play some songs for us next week on the 7th. I have Wesley Allen on 314 from Eastwood Records. Uh, 321, mark your calendars, guys. Girls, everybody, mark your calendars because you heard them earlier tonight. With It was Belushi Speedball. Yes. They're coming into the studio on March 21st. And then you before they go on tour is going to be uh, Eulogy in Blood. This will be their first on-air performance. And actually, we don't have any of their music. They're going to be performing a You Heard It First here right. on WCHQ. So here we go. I'm going to round you out tonight. Thank you all for listening. Coming up at 10 o'clock, Zach Becker with the Midnight Oil. And here is some Wings of Madness by Atomic Thrill Ride. Thank you, everybody. You've been awesome. Thank you.